All right, this is Leah Freeberg from Fluke Reliability, and I will be the moderator for today's presentation. Thank you again for joining us. If you are new to Fluke, we have been in the business of making measurement devices and software for facility operations for over 70 years. Customers worldwide depend on our management tools and our sister company from Fluke and from our sister company, Emate, to track the progress of critical initiatives, to organize workflows, to implement tasks and work orders. And today's presentation aims to share how our software helps customers meet the increased sanitization requirements from the pandemic. Before the presentation, we have a few housekeeping items to go over. Today's session is being recorded, so your phone lines have been muted to minimize background noise. We will, however, be answering written questions both during the presentation and afterwards during Q&A. So take a minute now, find the questions tool in the GoToWebinar dashboard, and please feel welcome to submit questions as we go. I will share as many of your questions as time allows for our presenter to answer. If we have unanswered questions at the end, we'll follow up with written answers. If you'd like to receive the slides from today's presentation, please let us know during the survey that will appear at the end of today's session. So don't hang up until the survey appears and you've answered the questions. A recording of this webinar will be available later online. And that's it for housekeeping. So now for the main event. Today, we are very pleased to have with us Michael Mills of Fluke Reliability. He'll be demonstrating a powerful new software solution to upgrade your sanitization business. As a solutions engineer for Fluke Reliability, Michael focuses on sanitization software, condition monitoring software, and Fluke's IIoT devices. His CMMS experience ranges across roles such as customer success manager, solutions engineer, and SME on integrated systems and providing solutions for workplace safety, packaging, life sciences, manufacturing, public sector, and utility. Welcome, Michael. Thanks for being with us today. Hey, thank you for having me. Excited to be here. So, quick question for you. I know that Fluke and Emate have been in the facilities management business for over 30 years. Is this sanitization solution that you'll be talking about today brand new, or is it part of what Emate has always done? Ah, great, great question. So, when it comes to Fluke and Emate, you know, and, and the customers that we work with on a daily basis, you know, the bones and the, the framework for their cleaning and sanitation processes have been there for many years. So, mm -hmm. you know, most companies that we work with already have processes and procedures that they've been working with and refining over however long they've been open. But what we found is that with this pandemic and other events that have, have occurred, the scrutiny that they're coming under for cleaning, sanitation, inspections, uh, what was used, how they're going about it has really been put you know, under a spotlight. And mm. that's something we'll discuss later on in this, this uh, webinar. Got it. All right. Well, I'm glad to have your resource and thank you. I'm going to be driving the slides today because I hear there's a bit of a storm on your end. So just let me know when you're ready for me to click through, okay? Over to you. All right. So the outbreak of coronavirus disease 2019 has evolved rapidly, affecting all of us both professionally and personally. And as the economy begins to slowly open up after widespread closure of many businesses, you know, organizations are preparing to adapt their workplace procedures and practices to ensure employee safety. And during these extraordinary times, each of us play a critical role in protecting public health, both inside and outside our workplaces. And let's be honest, 2020 seems to have caught us all off guard. And now more than ever, 
Do we need the flexibility to work remotely when we can't be in the facility? Uh, it also taught us that having just today's work in front of us, it really isn't enough. In a recent Fluke survey, only 15% of organizations are operating at status quo. And I'd assume that in an even larger sampling size, this is an even lower number. So the impact of this has shown regular decreases in production, services, and other outputs across many industries. So since we're now in uncharted waters, where many operations are running very light on numbers of resources that are allowed at the facility, and adding a complete focus on, in on sanitations and cleanings, industry professionals need additional processes, capabilities, insights into an ever-shifting situation with the goal of driving outcomes that align with strategies set in motion. So it's the difference between doing our usual punch list of cleanings and inspections each week and prioritizing work through changing environments. It's gonna be an evolution in the way how we go working forward. In a survey of about 82% of organizations, they're considering how to increase and add digitalization technologies for streamlining the way that we are able to plan schedule and even react to requests that are being made on a daily basis. And the ability to be agile and shift mindsets quickly, again, is gonna be a step up in this uh, modern climate. Next slide, please. Now, let's be clear. The push for digitalization is nothing new to many companies out there. Well, what happens during a pandemic such as this is that any gaps will soon come to light. You know, anywhere from customers who are using paper-based systems to track sanitizations, to customers that have embraced and adopted the digital methods, tracking their processes may find that there are more efficient ways to proceed forward. I think we can all agree that there are benefits that can be found in digitizing your systems that can include, but are definitely not limited to, you know, taking your jobs with you. Uh, better analytics and ways to evaluate your efficiencies and inefficiencies. And giving a broader range of methods to gather information for your governing bodies. And all this needs to be on demand. I forget where I read this. Um, it was recent. I think it was from the World Health Organization. But someone said, a pandemic is a stress test for a system. And after hearing this, this is where I began to have conversations with our existing Fluke customers um, on their current processes and how things have shuffled over the past six-ish months. In fact, um, I was part of a podcast a few months ago where we discussed the ways that a plan for an event such as COVID-19 could be pushed to its limits. You know, you want a system that's in place that is one, agile, and gives you the flexibility to shift to new processes, practices without missing a beat while still maintaining control. Nowadays, it's so much easier for a governing body to just say, stop where you're at. When there isn't a clear path forward and things cannot move forward safely without, again, potential issues. In an environment that requires solutions as fast as problems occur, answers aren't readily available and where failures to respond quickly can have devastating results. Second, you also want a system that's repeatable. We need to learn the lessons that are being shown by this virus. You know, can this same system that we're developing be applied to other applications if the next event is biological in nature, economic, or 
maybe even something that we haven't even thought of to this point. Now would be the time to start considering how you would handle a change if resources, people, supplies, budgets were suddenly limited, if access to the facilities themselves uh, have stopped. Lastly, it's inevitable we'll need to produce evidence of compliance with required guidelines and have this information at the tip of our fingers. Again, now more than ever, we live in a prove-it world, and the key is to choose a historian for this information wisely. Next slide, please. All right, now there are a few ways that organizations will have to maintain their compliance, and each of these are not mutually exclusive. Government regulations that can be dictated at the national, state, and county levels, and can result in heavy financial penalties or shutdowns if there's any non-conformance. And I assume, and I'm sure, that even in our personal lives, we've all seen some form of these changes that have become the norm. But regulations can also be passed along based on your industry or type of facility that you're working within, or others can be dictated internally at the company level. Uh, one customer I spoke with a few months ago, they said that they're already debating whether or not the building will open in 2021 for the entire year. And their facility personnel are the only ones on site if, if absolutely necessary. So where I'm going with this is that regulations can come from really any direction or many directions. And the key is to stay on top of them as they change. But at the same time, make sure that you have a process in place to keep your operation running. Safety of your employees and customers will always be number one, but this difference between a good mitigation plan and a great one is the ability to maintain some resemblance of continuity. Next slide, please. All right. So most customers ask first, you know, how do I start? Or what is a common path forward? And my answer to that is always, it varies, which no one likes to hear. But what I do know is that I've seen some similarities between customers who appear to have it all together and the ones who remain searching for answers. The first step is establishing someone or a team of individuals who will be involved. And it should not just be from one department. Try to represent all key parts of your operation and not just facilities or the cleaning team. I spoke with a customer about two weeks ago uh, who works for a company in the life sciences industry, and they operate about four to five sites. And they assembled a team of five individuals, uh, one from their IT team who monitors their remote systems, integrations, and infrastructure, uh, one from their custodial staff uh, who schedules cleanings and sanitations throughout their facilities, and works to optimize their schedules so they're not impacting uh, normal business routines. Uh, one for maintenance, who is one of the few individuals allowed on site uh, to maintain their equipment, make sure they're up and running, and can re request additional resources on site if necessary. And two others, uh, one from operations and one from HR. Now, the reason for their decision was to have a cross-functional view of the operation and coordinate the give and take of day to day. Uh, he admitted that each department, and I assume most companies are like this as well, will try to overextend some of the gray area when it, it's presented. 
So it's human nature to try to get a little more, especially when resources and budgets are already stretched pretty thin. But I do applaud their approach as it allows each aspect of the business to have a voice and also foresee any speed bumps along the way. Next slide, please. Second, they will always establish a documented plan to introduce or reintroduce the operation back to work as we once knew. But taking into consideration all of the new guidelines, changes that have and will occur. The one recommendation that same customer mentioned is that you have to know what you can control and what you cannot. And he also stated it's best to establish a realistic time frame to make changes. Again, we can't predict when or if things will come back to normal, but having a goal to shoot for will make sure that when the switch is flipped, you're not delayed multiple months afterwards, potentially scrambling for results. Um, I asked them, you know, again, where they started. They said there are multiple websites, whether it's the World Health Organization, the EPA, CDC, all their websites that include recommendations. If you need some additional insight into these regulations, tips, tricks, a few customers have mentioned that they lean on these sites heavily uh, when looking for new practices and processes. Next slide, please. And lastly, this pandemic, if it's taught us anything, is that documentation is key. Whether it's for internal reference on what has been performed or if it's for external entities as well. I Identifying the correct system of record that is tailored towards your application and day-to-day -day needs. In many cases, you want to be looking at your cleanings and sanitation data and not looking for it. So if I can force one topic from today's webinar, please remember to document, document, document. Document your sanitation procedures. Document the schedules of your facilities. Document your time, track efficiencies, and identify the most efficient routes. Document the workload that your teams are taking on so that you can ensure the budget is there to remain efficient. Document the appropriate SOPs for your team members to perform jobs as they arise so you know that they are at the location of remaining safe. And know what and where cleaning materials and chemicals are being used and use your system of record as a shield if and when you're required to. Again, keep that information somewhere accessible and somewhere that's easy to enter that information to ensure you're getting useful data. Next slide, please. All right, and this brings us to our first poll. After speaking in, about documentation and documenting your processes and procedures and outcomes, question for the audience. Do you think that you have a comprehensive reporting uh, list on your cleanings and sanitation processes today? So ideally, we would have you all vote. It looks as though you're in the process. We've got about 50% of the audience who's contributed now. And uh, again, we've asked you to click just one answer. So do you have a comprehensive, uh, do you have comprehensive reporting on your cleaning and sanitization processes? Yes, you're pretty confident, no, or somewhere in the middle, not sure. And not sure is just fine. And as soon as we're done, since we're about there, then I'm going to share the answers and we can see 
where the audience falls. Okay, we're going to share the results now. And Michael, it looks like you've got 20% that say, yes, they do have comprehensive reporting on their sensation. 50% are no, and 30% are not sure. Perfect, and that really, on um, the conversation that I've had so far with different, different customers falls right in line. A lot of times, what they've been, what I've been hearing is that the reporting aspect of it is is at the site itself. Um, you mm -hmm. know, having a, a piece of paper on a door that says when the last uh, service was, when the last sanitation, cleaning, whatever that is, but that information is not able to be analyzed too easily, especially if it's not in a digital format. Mm -hmm. So the mm -hmm. idea going forward is being able to take that information, and if somebody asks you across across the country or you know, at your office, when was the last time this area, this facility, uh, this zone was clean, sanitized, being able to easily hand that information over and go back about your day? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Let's dive back into the slides. Okay. All right. So let's take a step back for a few moments. Um, some of you may be wondering, you know, who we are and where are we coming from on this topic? You know, why is a company like Fluke that is known for hardware and testing equipment talking to me about digitalizing cleaning and sanitation? Now, Fluke reliability is a segment of Fluke and that is geared towards the mindset of reliability and to take it a step further, keeping your operation running. Making sure that when you need a vendor partner to lean on, you know, we're bringing over 30 plus years of deploying softwares and best of breed solutions that are recognized worldwide that help customers maintain their continuity and agility in times such as these. Next slide, please. So earlier this year, Luke Reliability immediately recognized that COVID has completely changed the landscape of business. And we know as businesses are coming back online, and as this happens, they have to reevaluate how they are protecting their employees and customers, and really anyone that comes into contact with their facilities. It's going to be a much bigger deal now, obviously. So Fluke Reliability looked at this and said, how can we help? You know, how can we take our experience and solutions made for collecting data and building out your maintenance historian knowledge base and actually assist customers in a heavily regulated climate that's now focused on and cleaning, sanitations, and transparency. That solution is CleanMinks. It was built to upgrade your planning and scheduling to handle more rigorous demands for work requests, resources, supplies, mapping, scheduling to staffing, tracking inventories more closely, and ridding your current system of paperwork and inefficiencies. Next slide, please. So what is CleanMaint? CleanMaint is a cloud-based cleaning and services management software that was developed to help cleaning service companies and in-house departments embrace the digital age to deliver a higher standard of sanitization. Now, in the current and post-COVID world, this is a new web-based application that upgrades insights into action to handle more rigorous demands on your team members. It provides a stronger understanding into where your team needs to be and what to bring with them and how long certain jobs should take. Next slide, please. 
So how can you ensure your team's safety as they re-enter a shared workspace? You know, by following documented safety protocols. You know, when you already have increased responsibilities, you know, how are you expected to maintain safe operations? And how can you find more time in the day for additional responsibilities, especially when you're using spreadsheets and paperwork orders? CleanMinks provides a flexible user-friendly tool that can be operated on the go for real-time documentation and safety procedures. From an end user standpoint, you know, CleanMate offers the ability to have paperless job planning and scheduling that increases accountability and action. It also eliminates the need for manual record keeping in a scalable platform that can be deployed across multiple departments and locations. When you're looking for a system, you know, find one that can grow with you. Next slide, please. And why is it structured in this way? You know, we are we at Fluke Reliability acknowledge that there's a need when it comes to running an in-house cleaning operation optimally. One thing that we pride ourselves on is the feedback that we collect from our customers and being able to align with their goals and needs. When you boil it down, the teams need a system that they can quickly become familiar with and one that can change quickly with a shifting environment and one that provides a secure environment for their information. So whether it's for government buildings, healthcare facilities, higher education, or others, we recognize that each is looking for a system that will enable them to operate and provide a safe and efficient environment for their coworkers, students, and others who will be entering those facilities. Next slide, please. Now, CleanMaint is designed to be your one-stop shop for in-house maintenance needs. Through its robust functionality and service modules, CleanMaint allows you to stay compliant with the ability to store and share records and documented procedures. It enables your teams to handle increased and more frequent cleaning requirements, and it improves your management for service requests through a highly configurable and flexible service request tracking interface. If you're required to maintain certain levels of PPE, CleanMate allows you to tighten the control of your supplies inventory and allows coordination of it with your future service needs. With our experience in the industry, Fluke knows that a system needs to be easy to use, scalable, flexible enough to meet your needs. Next slide, please. Lastly, CleanMate's a best of breed, full-featured cleaning and sanitation platform. So what do I mean by that? I mean that all the features you see, see above are included day one with your subscription. We do not sell a system by module like a lot of their systems. We give our customers access to all the tools that they need to be successful, anywhere from tracking service requests and staffing resources to a robust reporting engine to keep stakeholders informed and updated. From tracking supplies inventory and cleaning history to visually monitoring the status of your sanitizations of your facilities. CleanMate provides the tools you need day one to assist our customers in maintaining compliance and business continuity. All right, next slide, please. Michael, can I jump in here with a question? Sure. 
this uh, this list you have here feels almost like a to-do list. Uh, do you see that most customers use all these features and is this is this kind of their roadmap? Great question. So when you look at it, the most most customers I speak with start out where they just want to track the jobs that are being created in a digital format and taking that information to optimize routes, inspections, and making sure that they can utilize their teams um, as efficiently as possible. Now, ones that have been established for a few years and have really honed in on, on how to be efficient, and again, what that scheduling looks like, usually break out quickly into the other areas such as the visual monitoring of your facilities and tracking status day to day. Um, bottom left, being able to go and build out towards dashboards, seeing the analytics, seeing where we're going, where we're spending the most time, um, as well as tracking inventory levels. It really just depends on, again, we spoke about earlier, the option of you know what your governing bodies say, whether it be at the national, state, county level, or if it's internal regulations as well. What are you being asked for on a day-to-day -day basis and making sure that information gets into your system? That was a great answer, thank you. All right, so that brings us to our second poll question. So we've covered a lot of different features and other areas within the system that we can go into, but for your operation, what is the most important to you to have in a cleaning sanitation solution? Is it that job tracking, managing PPE levels, or is it more geared towards the analytics you can pull from a system such as CleanMates? I'll give you a few moments to uh, respond. So again, we'd like to get a sense for uh, what's most important for everybody here in the audience um, to have in a cleaning and sanitization solution. So of, of all those things, again, depending on your regulation and um, requirements of your facility, is it job tracking? Is it visual monitoring? Is it managing PPE levels? Is it real-time analytics or are there other things that you are focused on? We have about half the audience voted now. And if we can get a few more votes in, then we'll show the results. Okay, again, is it job tracking, visual monitoring, managing PPE, real-time analytics or other? I'm gonna close the poll and share the results. And it looks like job tracking is the clear winner. But interestingly, we have a good split here between monitoring and others. So it seems like there's a lot of other activities happening. That's it. Now, job tracking, not surprising. Um, being mm -hmm. able to, again, optimize what that looks like. Visual monitoring facilities, great for especially that facility manager, um, the custodial manager that comes in every day and sees where they need to focus their efficiencies and efforts. Um, but the the team members that answered other, I would love to know what those other items are that we're, we're focusing in on. Again, yeah. we take a lot of feedback as we proceed with CleanMate. Um, I would love to build things in. Very much so. I, there's a survey that pops up after the webinar, and that gives you the opportunity to give us some feedback. So you're welcome to send us that feedback during the survey, or also you can use the questions feature to type that in, because again, we'd love to hear what other things you need to manage. So I'm gonna hide the poll now and turn it back over to slide view. All okay. right, next slide I believe is where we will have a live demonstration of CleanMate. 
Yes, so I'm going to turn control over to you, Michael, and okay. uh, let's see this demonstration. Perfect. Now, I will say again, there is a storm outside, so if it does lag, please let me know, um, and I will be happy to assist. Again, there are there is a questions section of the um, webinar, so feel free to ask along the way, and we'll address them as they come. Okay. Lee, does everyone see my screen? So far, so good. All right, perfect. So let's dive into CleanMaint. Now, like we mentioned earlier with CleanMaint, uh, we do have a few other options, uh, or a few more than a few options when it comes to uh, the actual. There we go. Within CleanMaint, uh, we have a more than a few modules that we can sign into. Again, all of the modules that you see at the top here come out of the system out of the box. So you can pick and choose what you'd like to scale into, what you'd like to start with, and how we deploy. But where we're going to start with today is the checklist side of the system. Again, as you're starting to document your processes, procedures, um, any important practice that you need, a checklist is the great way to go. The checklist that we have here, and I'll pull up one of our inspections here, allows you to build a template. So in this case, this is one of our COVID inspections for a daily cleaning and personal hygiene inspection of a facility. This is where you can include, again, a brief description, a detailed description of what needs to be performed at that job or service, as well as different procedures. Now, the procedures are where you include a step-by-step -step guide, what needs to be performed and in what order. Great for any new hires or new services that are being provided, uh, compliance, audits, inspections. And I'll show you how we go through the demonstration, how this can be more of a, an interactive module for you. Now, the reason we have the checklist structured in this way is really twofold. Any updates that you make to a process, a procedure that needs to be deployed universally, you can publish these out to any existing scheduled activities, any preventive maintenance, and, and as well as to any new jobs going forward. So if a request comes in for a sanitization that needs to be performed, you can apply this checklist directly to that job. And whoever the team member is that's responsible to complete it, will see this up-to-date uh, description as well as the procedures attached. One other item that's built into CleanMaint, it's all about transparency. So the inspection ID 1000 gets put into a bank of all of our health and safety inspections. So if any governing body comes on and wants to see, again, where this has been used, who's performed it, Inspection 1000, which is effective as of May this year, including any additional documentation, is being used on this task. It's been used at these facilities for these scheduled inspections, as well as every job or scheduled work or, uh, or work that's been performed uh, over time. So again, if that SOP needs to be updated, you'll be able to see again where it's been applied, who needs to be notified, and again, where it's gonna pop up next. Now, within CleanMaint, you also have the ability to track all of your different facilities history. The facilities list view is a list of every facility, every zone, every building that you'll be operating within, and they all have their own history. One thing you'll notice about CleanMaint is it's a very flexible system. So these different list views, you can easily drag and drop fields, you can resize them, sort, filter, and even save frequently used filters. On the right side, the Explorer view is really a table of contents into your data and your facilities. 
and that could be based on the hierarchy you'd like to see. The way that I have mine uh, set up is by facility types, facility locations, and different buildings. And it drills down and filters as we go. Now, the facility list view is not the only way to view your data. We've also talked about visually monitoring your different areas. So, Cleanman has built in interactive plans, where on a blueprint, a floor plan, or even a map, you're able to pin out different locations in your area. So, if I didn't know what war this is or what zone it is, I can create a pin and select zone two and drill directly into that facility detail view. The reason I show this view is these pins that you see are different colors and they're dynamic. What that means is those views change as you go. So if a sanitation is, sanitation is completed on this area, this could show in green. As of right now, blue shows needs cleaning, orange shows in progress, and on the last side that we see here, green would be actually sanitized. Are you there, Michael? I think we may have frozen. Oh, and can everyone still hear me? There we go. You're back. All right. Carry on. All right. Takes a second. <laughs> Give me one moment. Oh, and can everyone still hear me? I apologize for the technical theater. I think it's catching up with you. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So where we'll start, and I'll probably load in just a second, is the facility side of the clean main system. Again, this facility detail view is as much information as you need on a facility at any given time. So this could be your location information. It could be your customer information. Uh, it could be whoever your contact is at that site, or if it's a different department who you need to contact beforehand. This view that you see is flexible. So again, you can add as many, uh, up to 250 different fields. So that way, again, you're getting what you need to capture. Okay. You can also see the job history, which would be every job, every service that's been provided over time to this site. So who performed it, what the status is, it would be the description of work that needs to be performed, as well as any costs. So if you're tracking the cost of different disinfectants, you're tracking the cost of the PPE that's being applied, masks, gloves, um, gowns that are being used, this is where you can track things directly back to that facility. We can store any documentation, which would be different guidelines, regulations. Um, a lot of customers will tie this a link to, again, a CDC website or to the EPA. All of this is just guiding in that transparency. So whoever goes to that facility will be informed as well as know exactly what they need to bring with them. And lastly, any scheduled activities. So this would be your recurring sanitations, cleanings, disinfectants. I'll click on one real quick and we'll stay on that screen for a moment. So think of your scheduled jobs as really a template in the background. This is where you can store, again, 
could be a weekly, monthly, yearly cleaning and sanitation that needs to be performed. On the right side, you'll notice we have the option to assign it to a specific person. So that way, if every week Jason Freed here gets a notification that he needs to go to building 100 and actually perform this, this cleaning. At the bottom, you'll notice you have the option to include the description, whether it be a brief one, cleaning and disinfecting, or you can be as detailed as you'd like to be, including any documentation, any images, any issues. Up in the top right corner, you'll see we can include any procedures. Procedures being, again, that step-by-step, -step, what needs to be performed and in what order. And this can pull over directly from that task, that checklist that we discussed earlier. We can create a table for any required PPE that needs to be involved with this job. So in this case, we're bringing a box of gloves, face shields, and masks uh, as we go from facility to facility. And in the top right, I won't click on it just yet, but you can also attach a bank of required disinfectants. So any issues, um, any contact time, any actual rules that need to be applied as you use your different disinfectants, this is creating that reverse traceability uh, as you go. Okay, Leah, has my screen caught up? Just wanna make sure. You're doing pretty good, I think. Okay, perfect. All right, so when these jobs occur, what will happen is it will generate a job directly within your clean main system. And this is where you're able to schedule it out. You're able to apply any notes, comments, hey, check in with the front desk before we go and actually uh, perform the sanitation. Again, it carries over all the same information for here's our building, here's who it's assigned to, and what needs to be performed. You'll notice now that procedures table that we spoke of earlier becomes a little more interactive and allows you to go through and actually complete each step. Complete, complete, complete. If this was an inspection or if we need different results, you know, like a quality score status, you can change around the results here. So it could be a drop down with different options. We could add different comments. And we can also, if it's a pass fail option, generate follow up jobs. So if I'm walking around, and I notice something's not safe or needs to be corrected immediately. A failure of this procedure would generate a new line for us. Again, any personal protective equipment that needs to be carried over has come over with this work order. So we know exactly what needs to be worn as we go through, again, insurance safety. And lastly, the bank of disinfectants have carried over from this scheduled job as well. So in this case, we have a few cleaning supplies, contact time, formulation type. Uh, we've included the different EPA registration numbers, and it's all about transparency. Now, the reason that I bring this table up is it's not just showing you what needs to be used, but we've also created a special printing form, and this can be modified slightly as we go ahead. But I worked with a customer about a week or so ago, and they mentioned that when it comes to disinfectants, when it comes to cleaning supplies, what's actually being used, they need to have a paper copy, a hard copy that needs to be sent over, but they don't really have anywhere to store it. The idea is when someone comes into the facility and asks, when was the last time this was sanitized and what was used? You're able to create a printout such as this, including the relevant information, hand it to them and they're on their way. 
So this is just one of many ways that you can promote that transparency. Okay. Now, not all jobs are scheduled. Okay, so what we've spoken about so far is all uh, these scheduled activities that need to be performed in the background, whether it be weekly, uh, monthly, yearly. But we do acknowledge that sometimes we need those one-off requests. So within CleanMaint, we've created a request portal. Now, what this allows you to do is when you log into a customer request portal for CleanMaint, you can view any of your requests that you've sent in over time, if you want them to, to be able to see what requests for sanitations for what building and who requested it. We also offer the option to view any material requests, which we'll touch on in just a moment, where you can request for certain locations, uh, personal protective equipment or other disinfectants. So if you have to maintain certain levels of, of inventory, this is where you'd request it. But the main point of the customer request portal is being able to actually submit a request for service. Now, this view is flexible and you can change around exactly what you'd like to have included. But when you think about it, this includes who's submitting this request for service. They can select what facility or what area they'd like to have covered. In this case, we'll say we need a building 1000. You can include what type of request needs to be performed, such as a cleaning, sanitation, inspection, or corrective work. And we also have some customers that will include options such as, is someone sick? You know, was there a positive test? Uh, again, you can be flexible on how you'd like to go about this, but an indication of someone being sick or having tested positive would then make sure that that ticket, when it comes through, goes to the top. In this case, the way that our system works is that if it says someone is sick, what it does is it escalates immediately to priority number one. It notifies the facility manager who can then, again, put the appropriate protocols in place and then work on remediating it. All you have to do from here, add a description, click save, and that notifies our teams. Okay. So the way that this works is that a service request is this is not directly a work order. And the reason for that is, is that it, it needs some filtering. It allows you that time to give a second thought, second look, and as well as coordinate into your existing workflow. Those requests for jobs you see pop up on our job request screen. What this does is from here, we can see I've sent in this request for Bonita Building 1000. And I can use this as my filter. One option as a facility manager or a custodial manager is the option to reject this request. You can send a note back to that person why. Hey, we're already taking care of this on Monday. We'll keep you posted. Or the other option is to approve this request. What that does is it takes it from just a request into a live job that's ready to be scheduled and assigned out. This view should look pretty familiar. It allows you to apply a task so we can have those procedures. Again, you can add any PPE that's being required so that way the team member that's going on site uh, can know, as well as any disinfectants that will be needed along the way. Okay, I'll pause here. Leah, have any questions come through so far? Yes, okay. we do have a couple of questions. All right. First one, 
um, how many different roles are interacting with the software and how does that look? Uh, great question. So it really varies. Um, typically what we'll see is that when this is being in, in installed or involved is that or implemented would be that at least someone from the custodial staff will be involved as well as their team members. Typically what we find as well as facilities will be involved at least at some level uh, when it includes things such as um, needing a certain area or zone or facility um, for a certain amount of time. So it really just depends on the operation. You know, do we do we have to have certain areas blocked off? Um, if it's in a manufacturing facility, will that area that conveyor need to be down during that time frame? So at least multiple departments will need insight, but not all need to be involved with creating jobs, scheduling jobs, and interacting with PPE. Does that make sense? Okay, it does. I think there's probably a second part to the question on how the instructions get passed on to the okay. people doing the work. Ah, so what happens is the instructions that come through just mirror whatever's on that job. So when a task is applied to it, it will automatically carry over those procedures. It will automatically carry over any required documentation that's associated with that facility or with that, or with that checklist. Mm -hmm. What happens there is there's two ways that you can really view that. One would be through the, through the clean main application or the system itself, which could be on a computer, could be on a tablet, on a phone. Um, or it also emails them a copy, a printed copy of that job. Mm. So you get a PDF including, again, procedures, documentation, disinfectants, all in one PDF format. Okay. okay. And we have a couple questions about training as well, especially it seems like for people who aren't currently using software uh, to manage their cleaning schedules, how hard is it to get the software installed and get everyone trained? Ah, so we typically take a, a crawl, walk, run approach. Um, obviously, we acknowledge that um, a lot of customers that are coming from, say, paper-based or from from no system at all will need. There will be a slight learning curve. Uh, however, Fluke Reliability and the Clean Main team have an award-winning uh, support and services team that include, as well, a great training team. So there's a lot of great on-demand online content uh, to be able to walk through videos. Uh, we have documentation as well as the option to actually have your team members or your support team members walk you through the system itself. So learning curve is not too steep. Um, it is something we like to say, again, crawl, walk, run, start out with just managing your facility, get that information in there and then create a job or two up front, see how it feels. Okay. Okay. There's somebody else here who says that their company uh, changes the cleaning requirements pretty often. So yep. they want to know if this software can keep track of cleaning operations even if they continue to change over time? You can. So built into the background of CleanMaint, there is a great workflow process. Now, going back to the checklist, as things change, you can as easily as adding in a new step or changing different terms, to changing different um, intervals at which these need to be performed, you can easily publish them out and everything going forward will have the latest version of that checklist. Now, what we do is, again, it just depends on, as things evolve, changing those workflows, but keeping the same bones of a, a, a job order and workflow-based system um, that can evolve over time. Uh, probably the best way to say it is keep things flexible. Um, at its core, again, you want to be able to track the jobs, who they're assigned to, when they were completed, as well as be able to update the analytics behind it. But with a flexible system such as CleanMates, you do have that option to be able to go through and, and update as you go. Yeah, you know, without derailing the complete, you know, your complete operation and process. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
There's another question I think is sort of similar, um, but they want to know if they can modify the software if they need to, to adapt it to their processes. Uh, you can. So it can be anywhere from cosmetic, such as being able to go through and adapt uh, your different list views, to changing around the views that you see, changing around again, uh, how you see your menu information. Or we also have the option to manage forms, change around your fields and information that's being collected on those jobs or on those facilities, as well as a great workflow manager. Think of it like if-then statements. So if it is, for example, a request that comes through that says someone's sick or urgent sanitation needed, it'll automatically escalate that ticket or notify the appropriate parties. So a combination generally between, again, the cosmetic views, managing the information that you're collecting through fields and workflows, triggering automation, that's how we configure clean maintenance up front to match your use case, because we acknowledge that each each company is a little bit different from the next. Okay. Okay. Good answer. One more question: Can you access CleanMaint from a mobile device? You can. So CleanMaint is we have the option to run this as CleanMaint Mobile. Now this view it is a web-based user interface for your CleanMaint. However, on the menu, it gives you the core functionality of what a service member needs to have on the go. Okay, so for example, you could track your facility's history, um, seeing any relevant jobs, any upcoming jobs for that facility. But most importantly would probably be going into the jobs that are assigned to you. Now, I could add a brand new job on the go. So if I was at a facility and they say, I need to do a sanitization of a room right down the area, no problem. I would create that as I'm on the move. Most will live in this My Jobs workspace. Now, this is everything that's assigned to me that's still open. And I can sort this and filter this as I need to. So, for example, if I only want to see ones for a certain area or facility, I would sort it and just pull up the ones in that zone. Here is one of our requests that we created earlier. This is for building 1000 in Bonita Building. This mobile user allows you to sign on and sign off. So if you're tracking time, no problem. It easily allows you to track. I started at this moment and stopped at this moment. On the menu, you can close this out. We can get a signature. You can track those procedures just like we did in the full site. So as you go through, complete, 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 stating what was performed and in what order. So the answer to that is yes, we do have a mobile user interface that you can take on the go. Um, again, it just depends on if they need to be seeing reports, dashboards, interactive plans, or if their functions that they need from day to day are really just geared towards closing out those sanitation jobs. Okay. I think we're good for the moment. We can probably return back if you're done with this part of the demo. Sure. Well, the last part I want to talk about is just real quick, the dashboard analytics side of the system. Um, again, everything that you do within the system is tracked back to reports. Everything's being gathered over time. So what we do is we create an easy user interface for your dashboard here for your reporting to show things such as today's jobs. So as you go through, who's assigned to what? In this case, we have Callie and we have Chad. And since she's signed on to this work order or this job right now, you can see where she's at, what's been completed. We have dashboards that are built towards, again, those cleaning sanitation statuses. So unlike, or just like our interactive plans that we had earlier, you can see what percentage of your facility still needs to be cleaned or sanitized, 
and which ones are good to go. For compliance reasons, you can track what's overdue, uh, what jobs maybe we missed the day before and work on remedying that or changing around the frequency to, to optimize. Or gearing this towards, again, different compliance metrics such as, again, completion by person, by department, by facility. We provide the disinfectants for first traceability, so where they've been used over time, what facility, what area, and who's been in contact with them. Or something we didn't touch on too, too much in this demonstration, but we can is the personal protective levels, uh, equipment levels, tracking your different inventories. If we have facilities that require having so many face masks, so many gloves, so many gowns, you'd be able to see when you need to reorder them, who needs to be notified and when. But as of this point, well, yeah, that's where it really, that's the demonstration of CleanMate. Um, I believe we have a couple slides left. I think we do. We'll change back over to slide view. Um, but if there are any last questions on the demo, I would say go ahead and type them into the questions tool and um, we'll get to them uh, at the end of the presentation. All right, so hopefully people can see the slide deck again. And Michael, do you want to finish up with extra resources and so forth? Sure, just a quick closing thought is, you know, in summary, facilities need cleaning services more than ever because of the pandemic. So, you know, ask yourself, are you equipped for the challenge? You know, CleanMate is the new web-based cleaning service management software from Fluke Reliability, which modernizes your sanitation scheduling and resources planning by eliminating paperwork and spreadsheets and automating workflows. So the idea behind it is, again, digitalize your, your processes, your procedures, use that information to hone in where your efficiencies and potentially inefficiencies are today. Um, and for more information on CleanMate, please feel free to reach out or go to cleanmate.com. Very good. Okay, we do have a couple more questions that have come through and folks, okay. you are welcome to email Michael directly. So you do have that website, cleanmate.com, but you can also email Michael as shown there on screen because um, he knows this, this software inside and out. So I have a couple of questions that have come in. Yeah. Um, the first one is, is there a ranking system for cleanliness? Uh, so a few as, options oh, there. Oh, I'm sorry, I, did, I didn't read the full question. As an sure. inspection tool, is there a ranking system for cleanliness? Great question. So we do have the option to build in a ranking system within uh, CleanMaint. Typically, that's provided based on whatever your your status is or your scoring would be. Now, so if they, if a a job is completed by a certain team member, that can be escalated before closing that job to their supervisor, to whoever's monitoring that, to then put in a rank. Uh, what I've seen in the past is usually, you know, one to 10, um, stating whether or not it was a good sanitation or if there's additional parts needed, at which point that could be pushed back to the team member to uh, recomplete. Um, it does have flexibility. It just depends, again, what you're using today, um, how that needs to be. But of course, that information could be reported on in the end, you know, average score of say, you know, seven and a half, eight. So good. yes, we can. Good. And another question here, on average, how long does it take to input or upload information to the program? So it really depends. It depends on what areas are going to be leveraged day one. 
Uh, I've seen customers that can get this up and running two to three weeks if they're importing in their facilities, you know, a list of all their different locations, uh, disinfectants, and scheduled jobs. So being able to track, you know, we do this monthly, we do this uh, weekly, this is daily, and who that's assigned to. Uh, that's typically a quick import for our team to take that data and upload. Uh, if we're getting into the next level, we're talking about PPE levels, if we're talking about um, contacts in different facilities, if we're talking about uh, creating dashboards, you know, that may get in the three to four week mar uh, mark, but for the most part between that two to four is a good safe range. Okay. You had mentioned the crawl, walk, run methodology earlier, and uh, people seem to respond to that. So just to, re to confirm, there, there is training and support that comes with this? There can. It really is. It just depends on what you need up front. Um, you do have assigned a customer success manager, someone who will assist. Uh, you'll have access to the support team as well to be able to walk through any questions um, or if there's something that needs to be realigned, a new workflow. Um, so there is as well. And then if there's custom training needed, we're happy to assist, whether it's virtual, uh, do remote trainings or webinars. So we'll be sure it's all listed on cleanbank.com, um, upcoming information on that trainings and uh, support. Okay. And if government regulations continue to change, is CleanMate going to be responsive to that? Uh, so when it comes to new regulations, uh, we do take whatever the customer needs us to, to input there. Um, CleanMate does not, we do actively monitor different changes and shifts uh, in the climate. However, it's not ours to uh, to put into the account if if the customer does not automatically go. So while we do monitor it, we don't change the system unless the customer specifically requests or says they need a new use case. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. Uh, that is it for the questions right now. Again, folks, you can continue to input questions because we can respond to them afterward. But for the moment, I'm going to forward to the next slide uh, because I want to again request that when I close the webinar today, hang on for a minute because a survey will appear and we'd really like to get your feedback on the presentation today, on additional points around sanitization processes, and then any suggestions you have for us. And if you do want a copy of, this, of the presentation, there'll be a question in there that you can answer and we will send that to you. Otherwise, we have just another minute left. So this is the end of our presentation today. I want to say thank you, Michael, for a fantastic job. Thank you for having me. All right. So thank you, everyone, for joining, and we hope to see you again next time. That's it for now. Bye-bye.